How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 188. I'm your host, Josh or Jay Moskers. Joined this week by Small Paul, the grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what the... <laughs> just changed it real quick. Well, on my uh, end, I don't know if it shows the full thing on your end. On mine, it just says small P and then dot, dot, dot. I'm like, what is this going to be? I'm, I am over. I'm like, P. oh, it's just Paul. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth did he put? And then it's just yeah. Paul. Yeah. Small <laughs> P. Oh, boy. What could this be? Oh, small man. Paul. We're, Ooh, we're yeah, it's been a minute since we did a show, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah, I was going to say, it's been basically a month since we've recorded it's anything. The long, it's the longest I've been since I've been on this show in a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we come on all the time. Oh, we, we were playing some Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Xbox yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it was fun. I think it'd be more fun if you had seven friends to play with. Yeah. yeah I think I, uh, that's the way to do it. I was having fun with it, and I was like, you know what? There's I played one game while my girlfriend was in the bath was like getting her shower or whatever last night. And I was like, All right, I'll play a game. This guy's like, Oh man, I'm on PlayStation though, so we can't play. I'm like, Sir, you have uh you've misunderestimated me here. Yeah. So I purchased it on PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> I purchased it on PlayStation and I set it up so I could do the uh remote play for Xbox. So I have Lindsay on the PlayStation. I'm sitting on the couch then next to her. With my, I, I had my phone set up because my iPad was dead, uh, but I'm remote play on my phone for the Xbox. So she's on PlayStation, I'm on Xbox, and we're playing it out in the living room. And that was a mess. <laughs> you can remote play your Xbox? Yeah. Yeah. So you can do it through the Xbox app. I tried it on my laptop uh, through the Xbox.com slash play, and it sucked. Oh, that's it, what I was going to say. I was going to say, can I put Jane on the gaming PC and we both play GTA on Xbox? Yeah. So the problem was you might be able to do that. The problem was the remote play through the app. I think just stream, it's like acting like a uh, a screen instead of like actually streaming the game. The, the Xbox.com slash play. You're actually playing the game over the cloud. And so it's it's super delayed. Like, like there were times I was playing as Leatherface and there were times where like I would go to hit somebody and there's like a second and a half delay. It was so oh, bad. Oh, man. That'd be unbearable. But when I, when I streamed it to my phone, it's just it's like a Bluetooth connection from my phone to the Xbox here in the office. So it's like 20 feet, 25 feet or something through the wall. And so it's oh, like so virtually, need, yeah, so you, no delay You would at all. need two Xboxes still. I wouldn't be able to play my Xbox while she plays xbox as well on another device yeah i think so damn damn been trying to play dude they don't make enough co-op games i know it's so frustrating we end up playing the same shit repeatedly like if i could do dude if i could mod in fallout together for Mm -hmm. both of us oh that'd be so good yeah so good it's it's super frustrating because i'm constantly trying to find games for us to play together and some of them, like the people that rec- that people recommend, are just like Diablo, and I'm like, I just don't like Diablo. It's just yeah, not my not type a big of game. Top down type of dude. Diablo two back in the day was fire, but mm. top down, I just know. Just I just I I could get into it. I just know Jaina wouldn't like it. And that's well, that's part of it too. Like some of the games Diablo. too, then are like it's just overly complicated for some of them, where it just doesn't work for. Like we we played Halo, which I was surprised that she played through with me. Um. But like some of the games are just like way too intensive, considering she doesn't really play a lot of games. Where I'm just like, this is not, this is just not going to work. It's, 
Yeah, there's uh, it, it most of the uh, good cult, big co-op games Jaina's not into. She doesn't like first-person shooters, mm-hmm. which I could get. You know, those are the those are the most stressful game. I think they're just play. intensive. You have to be on yeah. point. When you got to be on point, right? If and, you don't uh, want to be like destroyed, getting your ass kicked the whole time, it'd be frustrated. Right. Exactly. So she doesn't like those, and I don't know. I don't think she liked Diablo. I maybe she I, would. even That's I personally didn't really enjoy it too much. It's We've tried Diablo three. That'd be fair. Diablo four um, is split screen. I think it is split screen. See, I just don't think I would like that game that much, too, because after I don't like those games where I don't like top down controls for one. Mm-hmm. Is is that how Baldur's Gate is? Is that top it's down? It's similar. It's similar to Diablo, but it's a bit more zoomed in and like focused. Like there's a lot. Oh, more maybe I would like screens. that. Yeah, maybe I would I'd watch like some gameplay of, you know what? Go check out the amazing Pat Pat on YouTube. Amazing I had him Pat on the show Pat, here. He's got I've a good Diablo. He's got a good Diablo he's, rip. Uh, he's playing Baldur's Gate. I th- he might have oh. been Diablo as well. I don't remember. Amazing Pat Pat. We'll check him out, dude. Shout out, shout to, him. to Shout out to Pat, man. Good guy. <laughs> he's on Pat. episode 13 of Baldur's Gate 3. Um, like I said, I'm not sure if he did. I thought he did uh, Diablo, but I, I could be entirely wrong. Um, but yeah, that's a good... Uh, I watched him play it a little bit, and I was like, I could, I could get into Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate, I could, I could see myself getting into Baldur's Gate because it's he did your imagination. Yeah. It's your imagination. More it, than it's anything. a lot more freeform. Where Diablo yeah. is like, here's, here's what you need to do, and it's just mindless. Like with Baldur's Gate, it's you're coming up with solutions to problems. Where Diablo is, hit this button over and over again to kill everything. Right. Yeah. And that's Diablo why I don't is think... way more focused on just grinding over and over and over again, doing mindless shit, just to be able to level your guy up for no reason we have samurai warriors 5 which kind of seems like a similar thing to diablo but you're controlling the guy third person style instead of top down and i'm like well we've already got that and that's pretty fun samurai warriors to anybody who's never played that series oh okay i know what this is all right you know samurai warriors yeah i know what it is i I, samurai warriors 2 on the ps2 dude is an og throwback so yeah, good. I, I recognize we got the, the fifth I one. picture of the gameplay off the top of my yeah. head, but I absolutely recognize it now. now that I did a Google yeah, one. it's every single one of them has been the same. If you play the second one on the PS2 or the fifth one on the Xbox <laughs> Series X, they're basically the same thing. There's just like different paths of enemies that you have to like go down and feel like uh, when you start attacking one, like another one gets pushed in you got to run over the other side attack them absolutely hated i forget what it was it might have been um because they have um they make the same game but reskinned like they did it with like the one piece characters then they did an open world one which that seems stupid to me because the fun part is just slaying a thousand enemies a match you literally kill like you get anywhere from one to three thousand kills every every match (laughs) and uh that's the good part is like you literally jump in and five minutes in, you're killing a hundred you know people. Maybe I'm thinking of dynasty warriors. That is the open world one. That's the open world one. That's right. the same thing, but then there's an open world element to it. And that's one that I saw people not liking as much. Cause it's like, why do I have to travel from battle to battle? Just take me there. Just take <laughs> me to each battle. Yeah. But that's it, more my speed. I don't want to spend 20 minutes on a horse riding to the next battle. I'd rather spend zero minutes in a menu clicking next battle. 
Yeah, they did one. <laughs> Jaina over here trying to chime in. I'm about to give you a mic if you want to keep talking. Jesus. She's like, isn't that what Red Dead Redemption is? That's different. Like, Red Dead is a cowboy game with a great story, goddammit. The best story ever in games. All right? How dare you say <laughs> such a thing like that about Red Dead? Especially the second one. Fuck, that was good. Mm. Yeah, did you like, play like, Red Dead? Back, I did. Yeah, I played both of them. I played... I got into the first Red Dead I didn't get into at first. And then I they came out with the Undead Nightmare. I think so such a good DLC. Yeah. And it was great because it was standalone. You didn't have to own Red Dead Redemption to, to buy it or play it. So mm. I bought that at Best Buy on disc back in the day, whenever that came out. Damn. I played that on PS3, maybe, I think. Something like that. I don't remember yeah. exactly. Undead Nightmare I was, was like, so oh, far. Okay. I'll get into Red Dead. And I did. And I enjoyed it. And Red Dead 2 came out. And I, I didn't get it right away. I forget. There's other stuff I was playing at the time. I was like, I'm not going to. I don't have time to get into another open world game. But I eventually got into it and it was it was really good. I never got into the multiplayer as much for Red Dead. They really dropped the ball on the multiplayer on it, but the single player of Red Dead Redemption <laughs> 2, I think, is the best single player experience in a game that you can buy to date. Yeah. I can't think of a better one, dude. That for everything in it, every, the whole world is so interactive and the people actually like do shit. Like there was an MC one day when I first got it, dude, I'm like, let me just see what the, there was NPCs and they were logging, chopping down trees and they were literally going tree to tree, chopping each one down. And when it would chop down, it would fall down and they would go to the next tree and it would stay chopped down. Yeah. And if you went back like the next day, the tree was still chopped down that they were working on I'm like, dude, this is so in-depth, and I'm riding on the horse, and this guy's, like, explaining something to me, like, all right, we're going to have to go up on the fort, and he starts getting further away, and the further he got away, he started yelling louder and louder, like, and then, when we get up to the tower, like, dude, somebody had to take the time to code that in to make yeah. this more immersive, and it's so nice on the Series X, dude. You can see the full distance into the distance. Oh. God, I could just jerk Red Dead Redemption 2 off all day, dude. That game was so good. So good. The story was so good. I didn't want it to end. When I knew it was coming to an end. What? You get your money's worth with Rockstar games generally. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, Rockstar and Bethesda. They get you, And they're about to give the next one out for free, Bethesda. Starfield. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, you can get it early. It's on Game Pass, but if you buy the, like, uh upgrade version whatever it is the what's it called the digital deluxe version or premium edition upgrade that's what it is the premium edition upgrade is 35 dollars, and you get to play it early on like august 31st instead of september 6th you also get uh shit there's other stuff here oh it doesn't come out till september 6th yeah what comes i thought it came out next week store expansion Early access, Constellation, Skin Pack, uh, access to... I don't care about the digital art book and sound. See, if it, was, if it was Fallout, I would pay the 35 extra dollars to play it two weeks mm -hmm. early. But I have a feeling that this game is not going to be one that I play over and over and over again. Unless the planets are super fleshed out to where there's almost like a Fallout 3-sized game on each planet. You know what I mean? Like a capital uh, based, wasteland size game on, on each planet. Like, well, think think Fallout 3 the size of like DC itself, the actual city. It sounds like there's sort of cities like that on it. And like, I forget how many planets they said. 
there's a number of planets that are like that. And then there's a number of planets that are like just kind With of nothing. Cool. Right. Yeah. I watched his yeah. uh, interview on Lex Friedman's podcast and he was talking okay. about that. But my, uh, my fear is that there's only going to be like two or three big city planets. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be 98 like fetch quest planets where it's like, go to this planet, set up a, outpost forever just to get the burnt leaves for the guy on mars because he said that there was going to be two you know in skyrim and fallout there's that moment when you get out the vault when you first step into skyrim when it shows you the whole world and you're like oh fuck there it is dude i'm on a mountain overlooking this whole thing and i cannot wait to explore they do that in all their games and and fallout 4 it's when you come out the elevator on the vault Skyrim and Fallout 3 have the best ones, but he mm. said there's going to be two in this one. So that makes me think one is going when you first enter the big city, which I, I think is supposed to be Mars. And then the other one is when you first probably go to outer space on a f- new planet. And I'm like, well, that mean, that makes me think there's only going to be one big city. Oh, don't do that. I know there's a there's a handful. They showed off a handful of them in the in like their big breakdown oh, that's that they good. did. It was like, I, I forget, I, I'm going to make up, it was 35, 40 minutes long. They did a whole thing on it where they're showing now, off all the features and worlds and things like that. I saw a guy tweeting There's on it that got it early. He said the first three hours of the game, you're just overwhelmed having no idea how any of the systems in the game work. That's how all those <laughs> games are, though, too. I guess maybe it's just because it's been so long since I've had a new more, one that I'm like, oh, fuck. Than, more Fallout than like the... yeah. Story game because Fallout, you have like the Pip Boy, the Vats, and everything like right. that. Maybe it's Sky just because I learned that shit in two. I think it's since I learned that all in 2007 with Fallout <laughs> that I'm just so used to it that I'm like, oh boy, yeah. here comes a new one. But and it's also outer space. I wish they they pick my least favorite subject matter for being one of my favorite <laughs> game developers. Fantasy and sci fi are my two least favorite of the genres, <laughs> and that's like what they do all their stuff under. Come on. We had talked about it a little bit ago about like how we wish they did like a modern open world game. Yeah, dude. Like a modern modern urban game would be insane. That'd be so good. Like a GTA mixed with Fallout style fucking game. But make it make it some type of reason why there's no cars in it. The Fallout games and Skyrim, you don't need to have cars in that. Make for some reason no car was invented in this universe or something like that or everybody goes on railways i don't know but get rid of the car for some reason make it modern day and that'd be sick or if it is a car if it is another fallout but like make it completely urban for the most part like yeah i love urban combat in games it's so much fun because you're literally poking around every single corner not sure what's going on where as opposed to like when you're out in the open world which is also fun but it's like oh i can see the enemies from this far away I will snipe them from here and move on. Yeah, my favorite part in the games is definitely like the built up urban areas. Like I loved in Skyrim how there was like five different cities and there's like White Run and it's like the clean city and you and know like it's on a waterfall. Like the capital city. Yeah, then you had it's the like capital one. city and everything was had tall buildings and everything. And then you had like the winter city. Yeah. You had a couple of winter cities. Then you had like the city where all the criminals were and it was a little dirtier. Yeah, it's where thieves go. Yeah. You got like Falkreath, which is yeah, so, yeah. some of those are like the smaller ones uh, where it's just like small little villages almost more than anything. Yeah, Fallout only ever has like one big settlement 
and then like a couple other decent small ones. But usually I end up, one of the ones in Fallout 4 is called The Covenant, and they're a bunch of weirdos, and I always end up killing all of them. So then that just leaves Good Town, or whatever that's called. There's like Good Town in the Diamond City. I'm like, yeah. come on, I need more than two. Covenant. Come on. I love, a, Covenant. I love a good built-up area like where you get your missions from and shit. Like Skyrim has that over Fallout all day. They have way more settlements. And even the small settlements are nice in Skyrim. They'll have like a small town and you'll be like, there's like three stores here. Yeah. Like Riverfeld or whatever it was called. Riverfeld had like three towns River in them. Run, River Run. Yeah, yeah it had like you have, numerous you have towns. There's dozens the, like, of missions. Yeah. There's like a pub. Yeah. yeah, there's like a dozen missions you can get out of that like small town. That's my favorite part in them. You know, so give me some of that. Give me a whole war city, too. Give me like a, if it's planet by planet, give me a peaceful planet. Give me a planet where they're always killing each other. Give me the America planet where people are shooting each other in the streets repeatedly. You they know? are going to have stuff like that based on what I've heard. So, something sort, sort of like that. I they're can't wait. They have like, uh, uh, like space stations and shit that you can just board and take over. Not Ooh. You, you, you can't like commandeer them or anything, but like you can board them. Go in, clear it out, and everything like that. So like a space cool. station city, like in the Expanse. Yeah, because they, they showed one off where like I, I can't I can't explain like the the size of it very well, but like it's like a a larger space station where there's people living there. It's like a habitat for them, and there's you know, it's, it's good size. Yeah, and they had that in the Expanse. Like, cool. I like that. I've never seen the Expanse actually. Yeah, dude, the Expanse is. One of those shows where the middle of it is good. It starts <laughs> off slow. There's a lot of shows kind of like this where the first season you're like, eh. Then the middle seasons get so good, dude. They get on their feet and the middle, like, I think there's like five seasons. Say there's five seasons. Mm-hmm. Two, three, and four are amazing. At least the middle two. Mm-hmm. There's two seasons in there that are so good. It's got um, who's the guy that played the Punisher? Oh, um, I don't remember his name. Ah, uh, but he's in it. Are the guy that played the... it's not John Barenthal. No, 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 no. Not the new Punisher. The Punisher, like the like the hardcore uh, one. The uh, hardcore uh, one. Uh, he's in it. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane is in it. He plays like this gritty detective. The first season, he's the best part of the first season. But they're still developing the other characters. And uh, then they get their ship and they kind of put together their little crew towards the end of the first season. And the second and third season, you got like your space pirates out doing adventures. But they're like good pirates, though. Think like Treasure Planet style pirates. How it was like he's trying to like save the day. It's basically Treasure Planet for adults now that I think about it. But they've got, like, a sweet spaceship. The crew has all developed characters. Well, one of them in real life... um, It's got Burn Gorman in it. That might be the one that got me tooed. One of them got me tooed in real life. The pilot. And he was probably one of the cooler characters, too. (laughs) He got me tooed in real life. And then they made one of the... The last season, it got so woke, weirdly. They made one of the characters, like, gay. Like, one of the main characters is just gay all of a sudden. (laughs) <laughs> and the other guy's gone because he got me too'd. And then the other dude, the main guy, became such a pussy towards the end. Thomas Jane was dead at that point. Spoiler. And it, it just went off the rails. After, like, the last season was so dog shit. 
It's like, God damn it. There's a lot of shows that do that. House of Cards did that where the last season was just so piss poor. Oz, The Wire, where the last season just sucks so fucking bad that it puts a bad taste in your mouth for the whole show. So, yeah, The Expanse was good, about- though. It had a cool yeah. world. I might check it out. We'll see. We, we've been watching The Bear on Hulu. It's this I'm guy. Familiar. There's no like it just starts essentially and Ooh. you're kind of thrown into it. And it's about this guy who's like a chef. He's like a professional chef worked in like a he got like a bunch of awards or whatever. And all of a sudden he's like working at like this rundown like sub shop essentially in Chicago. His brother uh, has died. And so he's like left the the shop to him. And so he's there like trying to manage this tiny, like shitty little rundown sub shop in Chicago uh, while having been like a professional chef. And it's him dealing with the people that work there that just don't give a fuck. They don't really respect him. And it's just a it's just a shithole. It's him. Like a dark comedy. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it's not. It's it's not as much of a comedy as it is like a drama. But there's like funnier moments in it. I think they I think they label it as a like a drama comedy. Comedy but, drama, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not as heavy on the comedy. Oh, it's got really. that kid from that other show in it. Is that the main <laughs> guy? He's from uh Shameless, the kid from Shameless? Yeah, he wasn't in, in Shameless. He's the main guy. Yeah, my Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, my girlfriend said he's very similar to the guy from Shameless, apparently. Wasn't like, he a gay guy in Shameless? I've n- I've never seen Shameless. I don't know. Or wait, maybe his twin was the gay guy. I don't know. Oliver Platt is in it, dude. How does that guy make his way into everything? God. Oliver Platt. This guy is in the most random shit, dude. Any show, if you just watch a show, he's like he'll just be there at one time or another. Like, look at his IMDB, dude. Chicago Fire, Chicago Justice, Modern Family. Oh, Oliver. Okay. American Dad. You're absolutely this guy right. is in everything the good wife for like one episode this guy is in fargo he's in everything <laughs> for one episode i don't know why he didn't x-men he didn't show up on the cast for me here but like you're absolutely correct yeah he was in it <laughs> yeah it's a good yeah. show it they like i said it focuses on like him trying to manage the restaurant while getting a bunch of shit from all the people that work there and then also dealing with like the death of his brother on the side Oh, and Robert so Townsend just, makes an appearance too. That guy's never in shit anymore. Robert a, Townsend a, makes an I appearance. I think we're like five episodes in. It's alright so far. Pretty good. I might give it a rip, dude. We just finished up. We we uh, finished up Breaking Bad, hmm. and I want a new show. I'm sick of showing. I've been showing Jaina all the shit she missed since she's from Jamaica. She hasn't seen all that good American shit. So I showed her Breaking Bad. We watched the Shawshank some Quentin Tarantino movies and a bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, all right, I want to watch something I haven't seen yet. It has been a minute since I've seen something I haven't seen. So we might rip the bear. It's a well-made show. Like it looks good. Like it, there's, there's a lot of shows out there where it just, it looks like it's cheaply made. You know, you know what I mean? Where I'm just like, eh, like there's not, I imagine they didn't need a huge budget for this. Most of it, most of the budget probably went to paying the staff and then literally the food that's on set that they're working with. On this show? Yeah, the bear. Yeah. Not much in for- how's the cinematography? Are they they're not doing too many like circling the camera around shots, no. are they? No, it, 
I don't, I don't want to say the majority, but like a huge portion of the show is like in the kitchen of the restaurant. A lot of single. Oh, is it a lot of like continuous shots? No, I wouldn't say so. Oh, damn. That's I got so spoiled just watching Breaking Bad. I always have to take a break before I start another show because I'm like pointing them out to Jane as we're watching too. Like on the last episode, there's a part where uh, the wife is on the phone with her sister. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Walt's out there. Bah, 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 bah. He's probably coming to your house. They're looking for him. And she's just acting on like she doesn't know what's up on the phone. And then they back the camera out like two feet. And Walt was just behind a post the whole time. <laughs> and it's so well done. Just a simple, just as simple as that. Just a little simple, yeah. just a long shot that did that. Just to set it in like, oh, he's been here the whole time. It's just so good, dude. And other mm-hmm. shows don't be doing that. They don't do that. No, and he, and he only did it. It, like you can tell that when they're poorly like made because it just looks cheap where they're just cutting super. It, it's not always bad if they're cutting quickly, but I always refer back to like the taken like, oh. like what jumps the fence like that sort of cut where it's just cut, 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 just nonstop action, like action as far as like camera action or just all over the place. And then a lot of these shows just like the lighting isn't great at times. Like the camera angles are bad. We're just, all right, focus on this guy's face. Now back to the other person's face. Now back to his face. It's like, just, you don't need to keep cutting. Just do a wide, like a wider angle with both of them in it talking. Yeah. I watched a brand new ass movie the other day that had way too many camera cuts. And they were literally, there was a part where they're just discussing what they're going to do. And they're just moving the camera in a circle around them the whole time. (laughs) You remember what that was called? Shane, what that movie was? Well, it had fucking John Cena and Jackie Chan. If whatever the Jackie oh, Chan, John know, Cena, twenty twenty three movie. About. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, I really? What, I forget what it's called, dude. I like uh, stumbled upon it on the bottom of Peacock or something. Uh, Hidden Strike. Hidden Strike. I couldn't finish it, dude. It was so <laughs> bad. It was so bad. It wasn't even so bad that it was good, like Trailer Park Boys. It was mm-hmm. so bad. Just there's a a cringe part where he's like, I'm doing it for the kids. And there's this classroom and John Cena goes and like, does this terrible dance for the kids. And he's like, I do it every day for him. I'm like, what? This is the most cringe shit. And then Jackie's Chan's old ass starts dancing. And it was just terrible. The CGI was, yeah, literally it was egregious. I had to turn it off. I only made it about 30 minutes in and was like, I only have an hour before I got to go to bed and go to work tomorrow. I want to play Fallout instead. I don't want to waste it on this. So, God, it was fucking. That's not even the movie I was thinking of. I was thinking it was uh, before you said Jackie Chan. I thought it was Vacation Friends Two. Oh shit! That that? that's John Cena and a a bunch of other people. I have no idea. Uh, Just an ad keeps popping up for it because we 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 were given Hulu from a, a friend possibly no we pay for it i mean uh yeah yeah we, we, we get we have a we're using a friend's account and uh she is not paying for like the ad free version so like oh yeah we're not paying at all so yeah i don't i don't have the ad free version because the bundle i have the bundle and uh it they don't offer an ad free bundle espn who sort of bundle yeah they don't offer an ad free bundle I would get that one, yeah. If it was like ten bucks more to get all of them, because I get the bundle for free through my Amex, they pay yeah. for it. They cover it on my American Express Platinum. They just pay for the Disney Plus bundle on there, and uh, I would just pay ten more dollars and get no ads because I 
get so pissed when I'm watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia and I'm watching the same commercial for the fifth time. It's unbearable. It is frankly the worst thing ever. Yeah, I'm like, why is it just one commercial? We couldn't get three (laughs) different ones at least. And commercials today suck. They used to be way more fun 20 years ago. When people that had no idea how algorithms work. Just give away the entire plot of the movie. Yeah. They're, really fa- they're so bad. It's like, all right, here we go. Oh, this is the, the build up in the movie. Oh, now here's where like the middle of the movie, clearly where they're dealing with everything. And there's the, the end of the movie. All right. They've just shown me the entire movie. Why would I pay to go watch this in theaters? Yeah. I will say, though, back to John Cena, because I feel like I gave him a bad name. John Cena movies are usually pretty good. I usually enjoy them thoroughly. This was the first one I think I didn't like because I love the Marine. I love when he's in Fast and the Furious. What are How some other John Cena movies? movies? Has it been two? Yeah, two of them. I think he plays the he plays uh fucking he plays the brother of of uh, Tom of yeah. Don, I'm trying Vin to think Diesel. of his real name, Vin Diesel. Yeah. Yeah. He's in and uh, that one that he made where like his daughter is trying to lose her virginity at prom was pretty funny. That was pretty good. That oh, yeah. one was pretty good. He plays like an overprotective dad and his daughter's like trying to get fucked on prom night. It was. <laughs> yeah, he's like cock stupid lockers? though. Is that what cock blockers, dude. Cock blockers. That was pretty good. He played one movie where he was like cucking somebody. That was pretty funny. What's the movie where he's cut? Like a guy like comes home and his wife's like fucking John Cena. And I think he plays himself in that one too, where it's like, dude, you're my je- wife's fucking John Cena. <laughs> so he's usually pretty good in his that appearances. That might be train wreck, yeah. I've, I think I've, that, that one has Bill Hader and Amy Schumer. Yeah, I think that might be the one. Yeah, like Amy Schumer is just fucking John Cena. <laughs> Man, that sucked for John Cena. There's one where he plays like a stepfather to uh like Mark Wahlberg's kids that are pretty funny, him and Will Farrell. He plays like the I, enemy dad or whatever. Is that Daddy's Home? Daddy's Home too, I think. John okay. Cena is usually pretty good in his movies. This is the first one that I was like, this is just undoable. And Jackie Chan, but everybody, Jackie Chan's a legend, though. Especially OG Jackie Chan movies, like Police Story. You ever mm-hmm. seen any? Have you ever went back and watched any OG Jackie Chan movies? Like from his prime, like the like the 80s and 90s. Like prime no, Jackie Chan. No. I do Dude. remember watching, uh, what is the the Jackie Chan animated show? That was so fire. Is it just Jackie Chan Adventures? That was called? Jackie Chan Adventures, dude. Okay, for some reason I thought it had a different name. Jackie Chan. I think Police Story is what I'm looking for. Yeah, Police, right? This is Jackie Chan, I think. I think this is the one I'm looking for here. Yeah, the original Police Story with Jackie Chan, dude. This is my one of my favorite karate kung fu movies. This is a kung fu movie ever. Dude, he plays... It has a lot of real effects in it, and there's a part where they like actually drive a, a car on the roofs in a village, like across it. They actually did it to film the movie. That's pretty good, and it's filmed in like a longer uh, film shot because they're like, we only got one try at it. So there's a lot of that. Like they actually blow stuff up. There's a lot of scenes where they only had one shot at doing it. It's pretty good. Police story. I like that one. I like any movie with real effects, though. Like, like actually blow the yeah. fucking thing up. Come on. Like, I, Christopher Nolan, I enjoy most of his movies, even if they're, like, over the top sometimes. Like, as far as, like, he makes them, like, 
confusing on purpose to seem deeper meaning. Yeah. But like, I appreciate that he does all the actual effect. He doesn't use digital effects really. Like in Tenet, he actually crashed a 747 into a fucking hangar. It's fucking yeah, badass. Fire. I forget yeah. how they did the, uh, for Oppenheimer, they blew up, they did some sort of explosion to, and they actually detonated an explosive, I think, to film the bomb going off. I don't remember exactly. I haven't seen his last two, Dunkirk or Oppenheimer, dude. That era is so overdone in movies. It I'm is. like, enough World War II shit. Come on. Come on. This is enough. It's enough. It's been enough. It's been enough for 15 years with the World War II shit. You know what I mean? Like, make something else. Yeah. I know how it ends. We killed Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Is that what happened? <laughs> yeah. What? That's how it ended? No idea. <laughs> Unless they do like a Rambo in World War II style thing. Like, give me a craze. That's what I would watch, dude. If it was just a comically, like the most jacked Russian guy they can find. And he's like, <laughs> what do you mean? I get no weapon on the front. And he immediately picks up like a PPSH, is not aiming, mowing down fucking Nazis for an hour and a half. Oh, dude, I'm in there. He freaking steals a motorcycle at one point, and he's, like, firing a PPSH off a motorcycle. Give him a couple one-liners. Hit a jump with an explosion. I'm fucking in there like swimwear, dude. You got my 15 bucks. (laughs) You got my 15 bucks. You got it. It's all it takes. They're overdoing it nowadays. They they try The problem is, like, I said this with Extraction 2. I don't know if you were on the show when I was talking about before or not. I may have been talking to you outside of the show. Extraction one with uh, Chris Hemsworth on Netflix. I really liked it. First one. It's it's ridiculous to an extent, right? It's him. He's like a super soldier, essentially run around. It's supposed to be grounded, but, you know, he's surviving situations in which he shouldn't. But it's still like sort of gritty. And it's like, all right, this is cool. Extraction two is like 80s style, but not as well. Like they try and make it seem grounded but still throwing like the 80s action, the 80s action movies like style action, but it doesn't work as well to an Damn. extent. Because it it, it, wa- it tries to walk the fine line of like ridiculousness combined with like gritty realism, but they don't know how to do it properly. Yeah. So it's like he's surviving shit he shouldn't be, but it also is just like, eh. Like it, it, I, don't, I don't buy him enough as like the Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, type or like, Stallone, dude. Stallone's the guy. Dude, it is a crying shame that it's been 40 years and most modern action movies cannot hold a candle to Rambo 2, to First Blood Part 2. It's crazy. Like, how can they make a better movie? Come on. You have so much more shit. They keep trying to throw in, like, I get that the Rambo movies have, like, the mean, like, deeper meaning to them as well. Like, it's a political commentary. Oh, not the second one, dude. I, but, you get what I'm saying, though, right? There is like there is meaning to it, but the new ones are like constantly like, uh, we got you know they're, I feel like they're trying to be not not woke, but like, like oh let's be really open minded about that. Like let's let's show like this is bad what we're doing, but you know we gotta we gotta do it anyway. Like it's just so self aware to the point where it's just kind of redundant. Rambo First Blood Part Two is like a almost a spoof of itself of being a sweet <laughs> action movie. Because there is numerous parts that are the most basic setup for him to just have to go and kill 40 people. 
mm-hmm. where it'll be like, all right, Rambo, things are different now than when you were in the service. We've got technology. And they give him like a backpack of technology, I guess. <laughs> and uh, like, we're going to parachute you down in there. Well, while he's parachuting, his bag of technology immediately gets stuck to the plane. And he's like, he's like hooked on, like dangling, like, uh, uh, uh. and he cuts it off. His bag of technology goes flying. So now he just has a bow and arrow and a knife. And he's like, well, guess I got to do it my way. I'm lost in the jungle. That's what he I'm gets, saying. Though. It's, he gets a girlfriend. He gets oh, yeah. a girlfriend, dude, for final, That's like, it. and she's helping him out. And he finally, she's like, Rumble, I love you. You take me America. You take me America, Rambo. She's obsessed with going to America. He's like, <laughs> they start making out. Literally, the second after they kiss, she stands up immediately. <laughs> as she stands up, gets mowed down by Viet Cong with like AK-47s. Right? Yes, yeah, immediately like stands up and gets shot. Immediately, as he gets a girlfriend, Rambo finally gets a girlfriend. She died. Seconds later, <laughs> seconds later, she's getting gunned down, dude. It's so good. That's what it's I'm talking so about. Like, good. it's so simple. Like, they're not overcomplicating yes. it. They're just like, yeah, this happens, and yeah, he fucking kills people. That's all there is to yeah. it. Whereas, like, the modern ones are like, we have to have, like, we have to make it so the bad guys have a gray area sometimes. Like, why are they doing what they're doing? Yeah, they're completely evil, but it's like, but it's because they're, they want their family to join them. And it's like, Oh my god, we just want to see like a a meathead gun down a bunch of people on the movie. Yeah. There's a place for that, like pulp fiction style if you want to develop both sides, but you got to get yeah. good characters on both sides. Don't give me shitty development of shitty characters. They keep trying to overdevelop shitty characters in these movies. We don't that, need that. Like even like Extraction 2, I'll keep using that as a point. It's so frustrating when they take people like that are supposed to be fucking like Navy SEAL like badasses and shit like that and they make them incompetent in order to make the plot work yeah but yeah other times they're like incredibly intelligent like there's a part where it's like they're uh they I mean it's an it's extraction the whole point is they're extracting people from a location he's going to save his uh ex-wife's sister and her children who and they're in a prison with the husband because he's like a Russian I think like a Russian, like criminal, like mob boss sort of thing. He's in the prison, but like his family runs the prison. So it's all like for show essentially. And he brought his wife and two children in with him. So they'd be there with him uh, while he was there. And so Chris, Chris Hemsworth goes in with a team. They extract them, whatever. But the older son, who's like 16 or so, something like that is like, oh, but, but dad, like, how can we leave dad behind? And it's like, there's no reason for him to be attached to his dad. The dad treats them like shit. Beats the mom in front of him. And like they get out there. They get on a plane. And the like one of the people on Chris Hemsworth's team uh, has like a satellite phone that he's using to like organize everything. Right. He's like, oh, we're going to be landing here at this time. Have a car ready, whatever. And he gets up, leaves the satellite phone next to the, the teenager or whatever. And the teenager picks it up and leaves, goes and like texts the the mob boss like oh this is where we're gonna be and the secret like the agent guy comes back doesn't at no point does he realize the phone is missing doesn't realize (laughs) oh a text message has been sent to this it's like so fucking dumb like if you're actually trying to be like sneaky about this 
You're not going to like leave the phone or out and around. You're not going to be like having everything on fucking lockdown the entire time. Like it's insane. Yeah. They overdo it. Like I said, they overdo yeah. it. It's, and if it, if they need to just theme it to being in the eighties again, to where before mm-hmm. people had phones and shit do that. I don't give a fuck. The guns were cooler back then. Anyway, I don't need yeah. to fucking see the new newest, latest and greatest laser pointed fucking guns and tactics. Nah, fuck it. Give me fucking untrained Viet Cong to gun down or something. <laughs> I just say when they're inconsistent in their own movies, it's like, is your character yeah. smart or stupid? Just yeah. keep them at that level the entire time. It I doesn't make, make sense to make them a grave error. <laughs> yeah. It, that's James Bond in a fucking nutshell, dude. That Joker always like being as slick as possible. Just forgets something that leaves him wide open. Next thing mm-hmm. you know, he's tied to a fucking chair I, I with like, sharks underneath him. I love the theory that James Bond is not actually the one saving the world. They send him in knowing he's incompetent and he goes in, draws a bunch of attention all the time because he's so stupid. And then <laughs> while he's engaged in combat, the actual professionals sneak in and do the mission. Like this guy's like, always drunk. He's just fucking. Exactly. They just send him in to draw attention. And that's and while everyone else is doing the actual work behind I the like scenes. That. That's pretty it's good. A, it's a fucking hilarious theory. It doesn't hold up when you watch the movies because it's, no, like, it's really him doing it. But <laughs> it's, it's fucking hilarious. I love the idea. They're just like this. Send this fucking goober in. He's gonna fuck it all up. They'll be. They'll think he's the mastermind, and that'll be it. I mean, everyone knows who he is. He shows yeah. up. And that guy's always like, "Hello, Mister Bond. I've been watching you," or something to that extent. Yeah, he shows up. He shows up, and the bad guys are immediately <laughs> like, "Oh, he's here. Maybe we should think of an elaborate way to contain him." Yeah. <laughs> it's he like sure we won't get out. My name's James Bond. I'm a secret agent for MI6. <laughs> His. Yeah, literally, Bond, <laughs> James Bond. Yeah, his catchphrase <laughs> is him outing himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him blowing his cover. <laughs> his catchphrase. All right, James, you're going undercover. Got it. Hey, everyone, it's me, James Bond. I'm here to play poker. <laughs> oh, okay, Dude, that's the, that's the agent guy too. That's the best one. Casino it Royale. It's the best one. Uh, Who is? Are they? Re, I think. That's the problem, dude, is with they, these franchises, instead of having just a new cool spy, they'll just make another James Bond. And it's yeah. like, we don't need, come on, don't give me another guy who's just going to drink martinis and shit. That was cool in the 80s. We need the modern spy, dude. We need a That's guy, we need a white guy with dreads, smoking <laughs> weed, who's selling drugs, and it turns out he was undercover the whole time. That's how you do it nowadays. That's, That's why I get frustrated think. when you see the argument over like, who's going to be the next James Bond? We need a black James Bond. Times have changed. No, we need a female James Bond. It's like, why don't you just make a good movie starring those people? Yeah. Like, you don't You don't have to ride the coattails of, of an already wildly successful IP. Ooh, they do make a good lady spy movie. Did you see Atomic Blonde? It's made by the I, guy that makes John yeah. Wick. I know that one. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, just make a good movie. It you, Like, the, the fact that you have to make it James Bond, like a female or like a black guy or whatever. All that says to me is, you know, you're not confident in your ability to make a new good film. You need to use the James Bond name yeah. in order to boost sales for your movie. Yeah. Damn, I would love a new good. We need another good lady spy movie. What was the last you good saw, lady spy you movie? see Mr. Nobody or just nobody with Bob Odenkirk? I have seen that. That was also That's made by the guys that make John Wick. Yeah. Has RZA in it? And yeah. uh, the guy from Back to the Future, Riz is such a bad actor. 
I was like, why did they get <laughs> him really for surprised? this? <laughs> he's oh, he's been terrible in a bunch of shit. He's in uh, he made his own movie, Man with the Iron Fist, and he's in um, <laughs> he's in Ghost Dog back in the day. I think he was in Blade, one of the Blade movies. He's been Blade's terrible. He's been horrible in those movies. He did the soundtrack for Blade 3, and it was fire. <laughs> but It's like, stick to what you're good at, dude. You make fire soundtracks. Don't be in the movie. What are you doing? <laughs> Get the RZA to do the soundtrack for the movie. Don't have him be the br- the adopted brother. What is This is barely even making sense anymore. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. They killed like 90 people in that movie, so I was good, cool with it. And yeah, the RZA did have a sweet collateral. Dude, when he had that sniper and he turned down the hallway and decked three guys with one yeah. bullet, that was I pretty like, fucking I, sick. I like the little moments in shows like that where, like, when the villain walks in the hospital and just picks up the chair and chucks it across the room at the guy. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's fucking funny. They did the similar thing in uh, uh, True Detective season one, where it's Matthew McConaughey so and uh, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. And they go back to the, the people. They stop at like a gas station or a mechanic or something, and they won't talk to them because they're looking for like a whorehouse that they think like children are being taken to. And they go back to the car, and Matthew McConaughey is like, uh, "Hold on a sec, I just got to run back in." He leaves his jacket there, and he goes back in, and he's like, "Fellas, I think we got started on the off on the wrong foot." And he grabs like, a toolbox and slams it into the guy's face, <laughs> cracks his head open, beats the shit out of the other guy. <laughs> And then it cuts back out to Woody Harrelson in the car, just sitting there, like, listening to the radio or whatever. And Matthew McConaughey walks back out, like, rolling his sleeves back down. It's like, yeah, anyway, we're going to go down the street here, take a right, and it's going to be a mile up the road. Woody Harrelson's like, okay. <laughs> Dude, did you watch True Detective? Um, have you seen the other seasons of it? I've seen all three seasons, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was going to suggest to you, I was going to suggest really like to you skipping season two, going yeah, straight I did- to season three. Because season I one, it, I, I had I showed her season one and it's fucking amazing. It's so, so good. good. Skipped season two. Uh, I think we watched season three as it was being released, which is still good, but not as good as season one. But oh, I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I think I like season three just as much. I loved yeah. season three. I was like, I'm this is hardcore. I've rewatched season one like three times. I'm so maybe if I give season what three that, that it ending of season one or, or ending of season three was. Ending of season, season one, they're three, in like that weird. They're like that weird pedophile guy that they. Yeah. I didn't really like how they really pointed the finger hard at him in season one. And then they're like, actually, it's been this guy that we've been showing you here and there the whole time. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like how they handled that. It wasn't like mm-hmm. a big reveal. It was like, obviously, this guy's going to play into the story. They've just been showing this incest weirdo the yeah. whole time. I, I like the creepiness factor of season one with like the sort yeah. of cult mentality, like the weird like it things. Like, like, yeah. Season three, like you bounce back and forth with like Mahershala Ali as like an elder man who has like dementia. Yeah. And it's like him dealing with that while trying to solve a case. In the past, he's fine whilst trying to solve it. And then in the future or present, I guess he has like dementia and they're trying to solve the case. Yeah. I, you get like closure to the extent of like, oh, okay, this is what happened. But it's not, I, I feel like I, I don't like that they just didn't get the bad guy, so to speak. Like, I like that about season one where it's like, this is the bad guy. Oh, like, yeah, you're right. Season one was better. Now that you... I, I like that sort of like finality where it's like the showdown almost where it's like, we're going to get in there. We're going to fuck this guy up. We're going to take him. And they go in and, and do their shit. Uh, Rath McConaughey does not fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. Season one is better. Matthew McConaughey is the best character out of all of them. 
when he's mm-hmm. sitting there getting interrogated. Yeah, that, the interrogation yeah. Fa- flash forwards are better than the dementia flash forwards. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I still like season three though. It is very good. Still, still very good. Season two though is just such a fucking trash. Ugh, I don't know okay. how Colin Farrell gets into anything. He's never I, very I really good. Don't like him as an actor, <laughs> he was like. He was in this movie called like In Bruges back in the day, and people were like, "Oh my god, it's such a good indie movie!" And he's just <laughs> kept getting into things. He was in, he played like Alexander the Great or something. He at did, one point. yeah, I remember. I think like, it what was. What the Alexander fuck the is that? Who? Why the hell is he playing him? He's <laughs> not in shape at all. <laughs> yeah, he's no, not I, very good. Is it just because he's Irish? There's not a lot of Irish guys, or is he? Where is he even from? He might be Scottish. I don't know. Oh, same shit. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I uh oh he is Irish, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I didn't like him. He he seemed like a whiny little bitch throughout season two of True Detective. Yeah, there was a bunch it's, of shit that's it was him in that he one. was the one with his I forget season two a lot. It was him and his son, right? He's trying to like get to like hang out with his son. Yeah, it was yeah, I really just him, don't even try to even try to remember. I think is in that is uh, the other guy who's like turns out to be gay. And he's trying to yeah. hide the entire time. Why? That's so, and it's like, how many times are they going to do that in the show where it's like, oh, by the way, I was gay the whole time. Yeah. Come on. We get it. It was, they did it on the wire. Yeah, like you make that, it sound like a Bond villain. Yeah. Where it's like, ah, like, I was. <laughs> they did it on the wire and it was like, okay, I get it. Late nineties people still hated gay people. Nowadays, mm-hmm. it's like, no one even really gives a fuck that much. It's very few. Just stop. It's every show now has a secret gay. We don't have mm-hmm. to come on. Make me a give me a new plot line. Give me something new. Or if you're gonna do it old, then do it as classic as possible, just with the new shit mm-hmm. and make it good. Don't make a shitty gay story. Just and remake have, Brokeback uh, Mountain or something. You have them. You have uh, who is the other uh, Vince Vaughn? So I was thinking of like Ooh. he had like a sort of interesting storyline, but it's just like I just couldn't take him seriously. Yeah, he was the best part of that season. Yeah. Yeah. I like Vince Vaughn. He's uh he's one of those guys though that is surprisingly underrated at different things. He's Vince not Vaughn. bad, but it's like I just for whatever reason I could he, I I couldn't get into the, his character. He's like balancing like funny Vince Vaughn with like serious Vince Vaughn. I was just like, eh. see, I feel like he does that so well because he was in he played a drill instructor in um uh, not Heartbreak Ridge. That's the one with Clint Eastwood. Uh. The one with the guy that played Spider-Man for one movie. I, I literally have oh, been Hacksaw there. Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. I've literally yeah. been to Hacksaw Ridge too in Japan. He uh he was in Hacksaw Ridge. He played the drill instructor and he killed it, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was fully believing that he was a drill instructor. The fact that it was season two of True Detective and I maybe really like it. <laughs> he's he's one that I think that he. I'm like, damn, Vince Vaughn can do it. There's sometimes people just be pulling one out their ass. Then I'm like, you know what? I didn't think about it, but it kind of makes sense that he's good at other things. Like um, uh, Peter Griffin. Who voices Peter Griffin there? Uh, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane is like an amazing singer. He is, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? You would have never thought, like, well, no wish. Come on. I, I can't even do a Peter Griffin fucking voice. Because he does Peter Griffin. He does Stewie. He does Brian. Yeah. I'm sure he does, he yeah, does Brian. Like, a couple of the ancillary characters as well. Yeah, you never would have ever thought that Peter Griffin could sing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, season one and three, True Detective, definitely worth watching. Season two, 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they didn't bring back Seth MacFarlane for Sing 2. He was in Sing 1, not Sing 2. And uh, it, basically, I don't, I'll don't. i never watch another Sing again until they bring him. Bring Fair him back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, completely off topic here. For uh, I don't know if you paid attention. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. So when Modern Warfare 2, the, the 2022 version... When that got announced, they're like, yeah, Call of Duty is not coming out in 2023. We're going to skip a year. And people were skeptical about it. And for good reason, because now they announced Modern Warfare 3. It's $70 for the game. And all it is, is a new campaign, which fair enough. I would, if it was just a new campaign, I would pay like 20 bucks for it, maybe. Right. I think that'd be fair. It's a new campaign. And all like old maps from the 2009 version of modern warfare 2 so no new multiplayer maps and just a new campaign for 70 dollars. but it has a multiplayer it's they're just adding new maps it's it's modern so the current modern warfare 2 oh, game it's literally just an expansion an for that it's an add-on for that for 70 dollars. it's not a it's standalone game no it's all it literally takes place in the same game menu and everything you just choose it. Oh, from- I was thinking it was literally just. I was like, wait a minute, Josh. You're telling me that they're giving you the original Modern Warfare 2? For it's what I thought you were saying for a second. No. Damn. They're literally they're at, so it's DLC. It was supposed to be DLC for the current Modern Warfare 2 game, the Modern Warfare 2 version 2, whatever you want to call it. It's DLC for that. They realized, oh wait, we can milk our our customers for more money, so they charge seventy dollars. They it's a, the campaign, which, like I said, I would pay $20 for a campaign probably as a standalone. That'd be fine. But then they're like, all right, well, we have to make it seem like it's worth $70. So they're just taking the 16 maps from Modern Warfare 2, the original 16 maps from Modern Warfare 2, the old Modern Warfare 2, 2009. They're just taking them and updating the graphics and putting them in the, the new version of the game. And that's it. That's all you're getting. Yeah, that is. That's outrageous. That's more I, of a rip-off than a pay-per-view these days. As well, but I don't know enough about that. Even so. Zombies a big boy, though. Zombies is yeah. the number one seller of Call of Duty for me. Yeah. But the freaking, the Sledgehammer game zombies shit on the other Sledgehammer. On, what is it, Infinity Ward? The Infinity Ward Treyarch. zombies suck. Treyarch is the original zombie. Oh, okay, so they make the good one. Mm-hmm. And then, but... Don't, doesn't Sledgehammer make their games now? Yeah, Sledgehammer did the like Modern Warfare, not Modern Warfare, the World War Two zombies. Like it, that one was good. I forget that. Yeah, that one that that the that one they did was the one where it's like in a Russian like a bunker, and then you're running around like sort of like a swampy area. Hmm. It's like uh, they're the ones that had the the meme in it with the zombies carrying the coffin doing the dance. Oh, that was oh, that's Cold War. Is that, that Cold War? That, oh, Treyarch, that is one of the best maps they've ever made okay. for zombies. That's one of the best zombies maps of all time. That uh, Die Machine, Die Machine, Machine on Cold War, right. dude. That that one was so good because it actually had four train spots. Yeah, exactly. So if you had four I, buddies, you I, could actually I like that it fucking wasn't as play. Overcomplicated, like some yeah. of the Treyarch ones got too complicated. Like the ones with the giant robots walking through the map, right? Like with the staffs and shit. I'm like, this needs to take a second. <laughs> yeah, Cold War was had such good zombies. That might have been the 
best. The nostalgia of the original Black Ops is what makes me be like, that was the best one. And it felt like they were going to get you at any moment because it was so hard. And Cold War was pretty easy for zombies. Yeah. I I think the thing that annoys me was the maps where you can't just play the map. You have to do like the whole Easter egg in order to be able to survive. Yeah, you like, kind of have to do a little bit of an Easter egg in. Like the, I don't mind having to do some to stuff to open up, like the pack a punch machine or whatever. Like I get it. You have to be doing something other than just running in a circle. But like I really didn't like it where it's like, "Oh, like you're trapped in here. If if you don't do the Easter egg, you're going to be underpowered. You won't be able to even get like the pack bunch or perks. Oh, properly. yeah. Like, yeah. It's so overly complicated. Like, yeah, that's goddamn I awful. Just if I turn on, I should be able to turn on the power mm-hmm. and then do one little other thing for the pack a punch and that'd be it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's I, I hated it when they got overly complicated. But yeah, 70. I, I think $70 is way too much. Yeah, this they're goes, I've said this for years now that you should not have to pay to be able to play maps that are just being reused how many times have they remastered the old call of duty maps at this point it's so oh fucking my god they just the cod format for the same maps over and over again i'm not saying the old maps are bad but i shouldn't have to keep paying for the same shit over and over again like what's Newtown, that cod, what's like that cod format with uh crash the helicopter in the middle not that one the one that was a dlc map in cod 4 that they've redone over and over. It's got like, it's like a little block building and then uh, there's a little outside area and the block building is hallways. That's like an office type thing, but it's not the one with TVs in it. It's the, it's got like, um, the hallways are blocked by like bookcases and stuff. Backlot, broadcast. Backlot, I think. Backlot? I believe so. Let me take a look at Backlot. Backlot, they've put in like fucking six games. Yeah. Like in Nuketown too. Nuketown's probably a better example. Yeah, like I said, I like a lot of these maps, but it's like you they're they're so fucking lazy. It's like, all right, we're gonna charge you again and all the maps are gonna be the same old maps. It's like especially now we're like they're remastering it two fucking games in a row essentially. It's like I'm not back There's no way you're touching this up. Uh Kill House. I just have a list of the maps here. It's not Kill House, that's not what it is. Uh, is it the one where there's outside and a bunch of shipping containers and then you go inside and it's like a school sort of area? I think that might be it, yeah. What's that one called? Uh, fuck, is it Vacant? Let's see, Vacant. vacant that sounds about right. Vacant, yes, Vacant. Vacant, yes. they have fucking put Vacant in like six games. I think, I think they changed the name. It's in Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 2, Modern, Modern Warfare. Warfare. And Modern Warfare 3, I'm pretty sure it's in 2. yeah. It's, That's what I mean. They put vacant in so many games. Stop charging me money for it. Uh, one, two, three, four, five games it's been in. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, crazy. Like I said, it, that, the way the battle passes work, where it's like, if you want to get any worthwhile rewards from the battle pass, you have to buy it for like 10, like 10 or $20. Then they have the new black cell one, which is like thirty bucks or twenty five bucks. I forget what they are. I'm not. I don't have any interest in buying them. But then they're like, yeah. "All right, but you only have like thirty days to do it, and it takes a long time to unlock all oh, one hundred." It's like fuck off. 
you're making me pay for something, then pay more to actually be able to access all this stuff in time because I don't have an extra 60 hours a week to sit here and grind out your fucking game. I haven't played Call of Duty in months and months and months. I don't know the last time I played it. I played I, some just, online Black Ops original. I've been I play Cold War zombies <laughs> here and there. I like zombies because it's just you just sit back with the boys, mm-hmm. play some zombies, argue about who gets what train spot, call each other the F slur a few times, and call it a day. You know. Yeah, it's just I just it's not worth the hat. Like I just don't give a fuck about the competitiveness of it anymore. I enjoyed playing yeah. like Modern Warfare too. I think that's why one. I like zombies. Because the competitiveness is just who got the most kills. Oh, I got more kills than you, bitch. You know? That, and it's literally, it's gotten to the point where every time I went online, all I got stuck playing was shipment 24-7. Like, every time the map rotation was just shipment and shipment and shipment. They're like, get all the camos you can. And it's people grinding because they just, they keep playing that map because they want to be able to earn ranks in the battle pass. So that's all you fucking play. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to just spawn and die over and over again getting shot in the back of the head because I'm spawning in front of enemies right. because the map spawns fucking suck because this map wasn't designed to be played yeah, at this pace. This, yeah, because this map is from 2007. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's fucking terrible. I'm like, this... Uh, like, I enjoyed Marvel for 2. I like the campaigns. I like a lot of the, like, a handful of the missions in them. I love the slow-paced, like, breach and clear missions where you're wearing, like, the night vision and shit. I'm like, that's fucking cool. I like the multiplayer to an extent. I'm like, Man, I just I'm not fucking paying for another Call of Duty when it's the same shit. So right. like it's not fucking happening. That being said, I did pay for check Texas Chainsaw Massacre for PlayStation. It was free on Game Pass. We were playing yeah. it. Fucking worth it. I, I enjoyed it. Uh it it wasn't even seventy dollars. I think it was like thirty five bucks or something on PlayStation. I'm like, whatever. I have I think I've bought Grand Theft Auto San Andreas five times. <laughs> I bought it twice on the PS2, mm-hmm. once on the original Xbox, once on the... Nope, nope, nope. Six times. Once on the Xbox 360. Then I bought the Xbox 360 version again when they made it digital on the Xbox One. And then I just bought the remastered version of it, of San Andreas <laughs> and 3 and Vice City. I bought that last year. So I have bought Grand Theft Auto San Andreas six times. So I can kind of see why people end up buying the same thing repeatedly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I think all in all combined, I think I've spent $100 on that game buying it six times. Because it was like probably like anywhere from 10 to $20 every time I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. It, like I said, it, that's at least more reasonable. They realize, hey, this is a remake. We don't need to charge you. Like, well, that that is the problem with like... Uh, Grant, uh, not Grant, uh, Red Dead Redemption, the first one, they just ported it to, I think, PlayStation and the Switch or something, or PC and the Switch, I forget which, and they charged $60 for it. It's like, it's, it's not even upscaled. No, it's just did, a port. It's not even like charge, upscaled to 4K. They did charge full price for these games when they came out. Mm-hmm. I just, I think they, when I got the uh, Definitive Trilogy, the remastered of Vice yeah. City 3 I heard and that was San Andreas, yeah, it wasn't very good. I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it wasn't very good. If you would have paid full price, I think they mm-hmm. priced it wrong at Walmart one day because I was looking online for it, and on the store it was like forty bucks. Yeah. On at GameStop it was like forty bucks, and I went to Walmart and they had it as nineteen ninety nine one day, and I was like, oh shit! All right, let me snag that real quick. 
So I got it on the cheap on the disc. I've got the disc of it. <laughs> yeah, I but, I just I hate that where it's like, hey, this is a remake. We're charging full price. It's like you shouldn't. It's like, you, you shouldn't charge especially full, when they don't re remake it. The only thing they added the thing. was yeah. the weapon wheel. You still can't like get behind mm-hmm. cover and shit. Yeah, they didn't even yeah. add much to it. They just made it HD, and it's not even like that good of HD either. Yeah, honestly, it looks, I saw images where the characters look worse in some. Some of, of them do. Oh my god, dude! Some of the characters in San Andreas, the way that they HD them, they look insane. My my guess they is they did something along the lines of like a like an AI where they just put it in for smoothing, and so it'll take like just picture a person's face. It'll like they might have been really blocky back in the day, but it gave them like sort of a round sort of look to their like cheeks or whatever. But when they put it through the filter, it just uh, cleaned that all up and removed a lot of like the edges. So it looks f- like cleaner, but it gives them a really jagged look, which fucks up their their face facial features, which is what I think happened. Find, I think it was the sister. Maybe who was it? Somebody looked insane in the definitive edition. Maybe it was the brother. Definitive. It's. It was wild, dude. I'm look. I just typed in San Andreas remake background. Yeah, look up sweet definitive edition, dude. It was, or I'll just screenshot this and send it to you. It yeah, some of these. It was insane. This is a main character. This is the guy's brother. He gives you a ton of missions. Isn't a main character in the game. And this is what he came out looking like. Fucking pathetic. What the hell did they do? And it looks even more wild when he's like walking around, not just in the cutscenes. It's like, holy fuck, dude, that does not match at all. Some of the other characters. Oh, I remember remember seeing pictures of this guy. Oh, (laughs) here it is. Here it is. Here's a side shot of it when it's try to screenshot this. This is the brother. Yeah, it was a disaster. And it is a shame because how San Andreas went because one of the voice actors wanted more money halfway through. The guy plays Ryder, MC8, the rapper. And uh, they had to kill him off in the game. And they kill him off in like an unceremonious way with like stock uh, Mm -hmm. voice recordings because he had already quit the project. And it just left like a big hole in the game. So. (laughs) <laughs> but shout out to that 15 year old game probably older than that I think it came out like 2006 <laughs> something like that I can't yeah. wait for GTA 6 dude you gonna get it yeah I'll get it hell yeah I'll, dude. that's the thing I'll know, I know I'm gonna get my money's worth that's why I, yeah. I don't mind paying for it yeah dude GTA has so much in it speaking of uh, not getting your money's worth I was looking at getting tickets to a soccer match in Philadelphia <laughs> on Tuesday <laughs> Normal, normal prices for the stadium is like, <clears throat> excuse me, normal prices for the, like the seats I wanted were like 85, 90 bucks. I'm looking at them on the online before, uh, you know, they match on, you know, Saturday or something, last Saturday or whatever. And it's like $1,100. I'm like, fuck. Whoa. Christ. Is it the finals or something? It No, but like there's a popular player guy that was coming into town, Messi. And it was like the tickets prices shot up. I was looking. So they're playing in Nashville tonight. And I had looked. This is the final now. And uh, the normal prices for this would have been like $75. And I'm looking like right now. 
uh, ticket price uh, thirteen fifty. <laughs> I'm like fucking at like one thousand three fifty. I'm like Jesus Christ, it's it's fucking insane. I saw like season pass holders, season ticket holders. I mean, would normally get like a discounted rate, and they were losing their shit for the Philadelphia match at least. Uh, they're like, yeah, norm like. I'm ex- I forget how much they paid for like the season tickets, but they're like, all right, well, well, at least we'll get a discount. And then the cheapest tickets were $275 for standing room only. I'm like, what the fuck? So like, maybe this, maybe this cool. is, maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but cause I had seen that they had at work, they had that messy guy on the TV and I was mm-hmm. like, God damn it. This is shit. This is the worst sport ever. Why the fuck do they care? This guy isn't even doing anything. It's almost look dollars, seven thousand two hundred dollars. It almost looks like is this like his retirement tour that he's just doing as a he, sellout? Because he he, he hasn't in the U.S. as for two years basically, and he hasn't scored a single goal yet. That's not true at all. He's he's the highest scoring player since he's joined. Oh, it says zero goals on his thing here. Uh so that's probably an MLS, which is the actual league competition they're playing in like a tournament right now and he's only played in the tournament so far they haven't even played any like league matches so in the six matches he's played he scored nine goals oh okay he's the highest yeah i just player. look at i just see his 2023 inter miami uh, stat zero goals zero assists uh, yeah no, he's, he's like, been the best player by far in the tournament yeah oh i was hoping it was what i was thinking i was like damn is this guy did he just get paid to just show up and do nothing and he's yeah, out he's, just he's selling out stadiums <laughs> yeah uh I so he's just facing a lower competition then uh let's see here it yeah he it, so they actually brought him in and two of his former teammates from barcelona and the three of them even though they're in like their mid-30s have been fucking tearing it up so is this like the equivalent of when um like dwight howard went to thailand and he literally scores like 80 points a game no, yeah, it's, it seems like that. To is it? I, I that's how the American. On. That's how it is. The American way. Is, I don't think uh, it'll carry on that way as it goes on. He's got nine goals and an assist in six matches. So I didn't know if it was like if that's how it is for the European players. Like, oh, when we're getting older, if we want to still do well, we'll just go play in the U.S. Yeah, they'll come just to the like US how and all the other it. sports, yeah. all the other sports, when they get shitty, they leave the U.S. league. Mm-hmm. go to the other countries it's the opposite for soccer they're like oh dude we'll come He's, to the u.s right make now. a fuck ton of money <laughs> yeah dude right, look at that game. 37 rebounds nine assists and 14 blocks yeah he almost had a quadruple double almost <laughs> i was like jesus christ yeah he just goes over there and there's nobody even close to his athleticism they got, he's got to go to japan that's where he, dwight howard needs to go <laughs> He's in Thailand. I guess Thailand's probably not too much different. In the like, Japanese like, league, I went to a Japanese basketball game when I lived over there. You can only have two Americans playing at a time. <laughs> That's the rule they have. Because if they didn't, there'd be no other players besides just Americans on the team. Yeah. Because they they all the when you look at the stat sheets, it'll be like, oh Hideki Shinushia, two points per game, and then you'll see like, uh, you'll see like Latrell Green. Eight, you know, like twenty nine points per game, eighteen rebounds, and you're like Jesus, and they're just dunking on these fucking six foot or these five foot eight Japanese guys repeatedly. It's guys yeah. who played one game in the NBA and shit. 
guys who played <laughs> Division Two, they're averaging over twenty points per game over there. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, the, the way I've, I'm approaching it now that I view it is for players that want to like make a name for themselves and show that they're like world class players. They play in England. It's the top tier like league at this point for soccer. If they want to like uh, retire but not like embarrass themselves, but just come over and still do well, like stat wise, they come to the U.S. and make and if money. They just, if they well, if they want to make money, they go to like Saudi Arabia. That's where oh, they're getting okay. fucking paid right now. That's where, That's where like the billion paid. dollar contracts are coming from. Damn. And it's it's. I saw for someone a good retirement tour. But... Today, I saw someone today describe it as. Saudi Arabia does not have a league. They have like, it's like a zoo for former like professional athletes where you just go watch them in person. And it's like, oh, look at all the, the best players from, you know, yesteryear are here. Getting oh, yeah. paid a shitload of money. Yeah. And I get it. Like, I get why they would go there. They're getting paid tons of fucking money. One season there, they're getting hundreds of millions of dollars. It's like, yeah, I fucking get it. Oh, yeah. Cause I think I would much rather watch if you just had a live stream. Where you paid LeBron James a billion dollars. He's 42 or whatever at that point. In a couple years, you say, here's a billion dollars. We want you to live stream, and we're just going to, people are just going to pay money to come play against you. Mm -hmm. It's just five on five, all day long, every day of the week, but you're playing just whoever. Like I could show up and play against them, and they just live stream it, and he just destroys them. I, I would actually watch that. I would watch that. Probably, I would probably just put that on in the background while I was like doing chores. Like, ah, let's just put LeBron shit talking, uh, like biz, like accountants that went on vacation and fucking five on five or four on four, or three on three or whatever. Uh, the the only it. issue they're facing now is like the hypocrisy of some people who are like outspoken, like activists, like players that are like outspoken about, like, oh, yeah, and now they're going and playing for a slave driven country. Yeah, it's like, oh, they take their blood money, like. If they were a normal country that didn't have like any of these problems, it'd be like, I totally fucking get it. Get the bag and get out. Yeah. Like totally makes sense. But the fact that they're like, like I said, the one guy in particular who's like had like criticized them in the past or like Qatar or something. I forget exactly. But he's like a very outspoken activist for like gay and transgender people, I think. And then he's like, well, I'm going to get a bunch of money. So I think I'll go over there and play Who's for them. I, I forget the, the, the oh, players. Okay. Jordan Henderson, maybe might be the guy's name. I forget. Um, oh, well, it's not important. Yeah, it's uh, you'll see people's true colors real quick if they go over there, because those countries make all that money on the backs of slave labor. They make mm-hmm. all that money on the backs of slave labor. They don't even really have plumbing in a lot of those buildings. They just have tr- they have to truck it out every day, and those places would collapse if they didn't have slaves. If they had to pay those people, they wouldn't have all that money, and they'd collapse. Yeah. So those, that whole business model is literally what you can achieve with modern day slave labor is what mm-hmm. they're doing there. So, yeah, it's, if, uh, it's definitely immoral to go over there if you know that. If you're like have a brain enough not to just be like, oh, how the fuck are they paying me a billion and these guys only offered me 30 million? How the fuck mm-hmm. is this? Why I, is that? I, well, one, because I, they got to they gotta pay the guy who fucking cleans the place a mm-hmm. living wage here. And over there, they're going to have 12 guys do it in half the time. Over but they there, sleep they'll bury him under the bathroom yeah. when he's done cleaning it. Literally. When he's done, he's going to collapse and they're going to use his bones in the field or some shit. Yeah. Who knows? No one's going to know yeah. who any of these people are. They're all trafficked <laughs> in. At a certain point, it's like how much money could you possibly need as well? 
It's oh, like Messi's yeah. getting paid so much fucking money, even though it's a lot. He was offered billions of dollars to go play over there, but he came to the U.S. instead. He's still making a shitload of money, more than he could possibly spend. Do you think it'd be a good business model for a soccer player, instead of coming to the U.S. at the end of their career, just somebody from like Liverpool who's like, I would be a hot prospect in Liverpool, but I would be above average. But if I go to the U.S., they're, I'm going to be Michael Jordan over there for my prime, play their prime out in the U.S., and then go over there when they're like 35, get paid big, and be, but not be as good and be like, oh, you know, my knees are shit and everything. If I'd have came over when I was younger and you could have had, you could have a good legacy despite not being that great of a player. I don't th- I think part of it would be they would not get the respect. Like people playing in the MLS do not get anywhere near the respect uh, just because it's like, it's, it's not a bullshit league, but it's there's a reason that they score a lot in American soccer. It's because the defensive players are not that fucking good. Mm. So it's entertaining to watch to an extent. I <laughs> I think most people agree. If you watch like MLS compared to like the top leagues over in Europe, it's fucking embarrassing. They look like shit here in America. But you're also watching all of the best players in the world compete at the top of their game over in Europe. So it's not exactly a fair comparison. But yeah, it's just such it's just so hard to watch. I know you don't like it. I love it. <laughs> so, but it's so hard we, to watch when I move like, down to like Raleigh. I'm absolutely buying season tickets to North Carolina FC. It would it, it would cost me for the best possible seats. It would cost me a little over a thousand dollars a year for season. I mean, I'd take a rip. Game. I'd take a rip up and go to a game with you because that's only yeah. like seven, six or I think it's like eight hours from here. I'd take a rip up. I'm not opposed to just not even watching. I'll go to anything live, but for on TV, mm. man, that's a rough one for TV sport. That's up Dude, there with baseball. I yeah, I think part of it is the commentary too. The American commentators for not every sport, but a lot of them suck. The MLS commentators are the fucking worst commentators I've ever seen. I think. Oh, I thought you were gonna make they sell it. I was like, damn, dude. Because no, I was gonna so say, I thought we have the better commentators. Bad. Shockingly I hate- bad. I hate our commentators, and I think we have the best commentators in the world. And I hate comment. I wish they would just play the sport. People yes, get, that'd be like, so much better. A lot. It would get less viewership because if you ever do just watch, I love every now and then the UFC will upload like an old fight, and they will forget to edit the commentary music uh, over onto it, yeah. and it'll just be the fight. It's and so much I'm better. Like, I'm like, oh, dude, this is how I want it. But I can also see how people would be watching it and could quickly get distracted if they don't have Joe Rogan like, all right, and he's tying his leg up here. What he needs to do is put his knee straight down to the mat so that way he can take his back, get a hook in, and eventually try to move it over the body triangle. That is what he is best at. That's what he's going to try to do. Instead of having that, I can see why people would get bored if it's just like, woo, pop, pop, pop from them hitting each other. The first MLS game I watched was the all-star game which was in like july mid-july this year so it's i find it hilarious they have the mls all-stars all the best players from america are all on one team so i mean obviously a lot of them are on the bench but it's everyone's on one team and then they play an actual team from europe they played arsenal i find it hilarious that like that's the all-star game is the americans trying to take on like a a team from europe and they got they got Five nothing. They got both. Dude, I want to see. I want to see them take on uh, like one of those teams that's trying to get into the Premier League. Like, it, uh, 
it was uh it was the the best part is for Arsenal, it was a preseason match. So they're just rotating out all of their players constantly. Oh yeah. Just to, I like, was gonna say, but like but, but don't even give and them like somebody at Arsenal's level. Give players. them like Ipswich. I want to see the US mm. All Star team versus Ipswich, dude. I think they'd still lose. Like Could not be. even a Premier League team. Know. That's like a team that's in and out of the Premier League, you know, those ones that are like just barely ranked and some years they're in, some years they aren't. Give them one of those. Yeah. Give them one of those guys. I it, think they'd still lose. It'd be entertaining to watch. Yeah, it'd it, be closer. I think we'd at least score. Oh, yeah. We might at oh, least yeah. score in that one. <laughs> so yeah. it wouldn't be it, a blowout. It's just out. Be like the best we have to offer. <laughs> it's gonna get blown is, out. It's blown out by a. I mean, to be fair, Arsenal are a good team. I think they they almost won the Premier League last year. So they're it's they're like when the fucking. It was like it's funny the, that it's preseason for them and they're not really trying that hard and it's still five nothing. It was like when the women's Olympic soccer team played yeah. against that <laughs> middle school boys team. That lit up. It's the same thing, dude. It's just like that. It's basically like the adult men came to play against the American (laughs) soccer players. Uh, It was five to two. Oh, they did get a couple points in. Okay, we didn't get shut out. The under fifteen boys squad won five to two. Oh damn! I thought you meant the Americans scored on the European. Yeah, five to two. The under fifteen boys squad. That is brutal. Ah, that is brutal. That is brutal. <laughs> that is a stain on that, on that dude. That's brutal. I don't know. That's that's a thing. But yeah, the ticket prices are fucking ridiculous. The commentators are terrible. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. We watched the All Star game. I I hate the fact that like commentators act like they're as interesting as the players. Or like as popular. Oh god, that is the worst. The, they had a commentator. There was two of them. The one person was just kind of tagging along with him. Is this woman tagging along with this other commentator? And he's running on the field during warmups, trying to like talk to players. Like, hey man, you got a minute? Yo, come here, come here. Yeah, we're gonna chat. Yo, what's going on, brother? Whatever. And like the players are like, no, nah, I'm in warmups. <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. Not, like Getting one, maybe work. two players zeroing like, in. We're in like, why yeah. are you bothering us? I'm honing in, dude. It's so fucking trying to zero in. There's that. There's that. And when they get like a specific phrase that they just keep repeating. You have that in every sport. Okay. Yeah, maybe there's a there's one that it's dog. So it's D.O.G.S.O. It's denying obvious goal scoring opportunity. So if a player is like clearly about to score and gets like knocked down or whatever, it's a it's obvious penalty. Because he would have scored, but you tripped him, or like you kicked him from behind, or whatever. Uh, and so they shortened it to dog. So, and they must have said it six or seven times in the span of like eight seconds over like two sentences. That's dog. So it's the clearest dog. So I've ever seen. That's the clearest dog. So that ever dog. So <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, if they overdo it, it's I'm ridiculous. Like, uh, I don't mind a little lingo, but don't overdo it. I don't mind like using the lingo. It's just. Clearly, he just heard that or something. Yeah. And he just wanted to repeat it to make himself seem smarter. I'm like, fuck yeah. off. Man. He was in the loop. Hockey was the worst with that for a while, dude. Hockey has stupid old terms for everything. There was this commentator for the Buffalo Sabres. And when somebody would get a top shelf goal, he would every time he'd go, Where mama hides the cookie jar. <laughs> it was so <laughs> annoying, dude. Like, stop, dude. But uh, to ticket prices, Dude, the soccer games that a thousand bucks for a season isn't too bad, but yeah. I do like how 
at least some of the shittier, more boring sports, they don't be charging a lot. Like, how much is, if I wanted to go to, look this up real quick. Okay. Look up tickets to George Steinbrenner's field. That's like the closest baseball team around here. Just see what how much those would be. Just, there. Uh, let me see. George Steinbrenner Field. Um, oh, here we go. Uh, Tampa? Yeah, it's in Tampa. The What is the name of that team? Is it the Tampa Bay Rays? Is that what it is? I don't think. No, that's Tropicana Field. What is played here? Who Yo, played the Yankees there? spring training team. No, that's not what it is. There's an actual team there. I've seen the oh. jerseys. The Tampa Tarpons. The Tampa oh, Tarpons. Okay. Dude, how much is tickets to go see the Tampa Tarpons? Tampa Tarpons tickets. Get, let's see, dude. I bet you it's $25 compared yeah, to two, 250 bucks. Tickets. So at least baseball knows uh, it's shit. Let's see. This is today. Let's see what prices are today. Yeah, there we go. Eighteen dollars. Eighteen bucks. Dude, that's probably high. It looks like the most expensive ones are thirty-four dollars. I saw some that were eight dollars one day. Yeah, I was like, what can you do for less than ten dollars now? Yeah, and then you get (laughs) instead you get these like, I mean, it was even that way like for like football. Like, I know when my girlfriend's brother went to a like an Eagles game in the playoffs, it was like. I feel eleven hundred dollars a ticket or something. Holy I'm like, fuck, fuck Christ. The most I've ever paid for a ticket was like seven thirty ish. Uh and that was uh, when I went down to Miami to Hard Rock Stadium to watch Barcelona and uh Real Madrid play. And I was like, Oh, that was in Miami. Yeah. It was that's the first cool. time they'd ever played out I think it was the first time they ever played outside of Europe. It was the first time they played in the US, that's for sure. That's pretty cool. You know, I was like, this is Miami. worth it. I was not in Miami. Hang- I didn't really travel around at all. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> went down and stayed at a cheap hotel to make up for the cost of the tickets <laughs> and uh, went to the game. And uh, then I went. we went back up to Orlando, met up with some family to go to uh, Universal Studios. And I think we went to Epcot or something as well. You did all the touristy shit, dude. You didn't even do any real Florida stuff. <laughs> no, I we were we were down there for I think five days total only. Did all the touristy behaviors. Yeah. That's fun too, dude. I like to do tourist shit. It depends. I like to do tour. When I go somewhere, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do the tourist shit. Give me the give me the give me the uh, the dime tour. You know, <laughs> and it's just Florida. It's not like you're going to another fucking country. Like if I'm gonna go to Jamaica, yeah, I'm gonna go to the the beach and eat jerk chicken. It's what I'm gonna do. That's what all the tourists probably do when they go there, but that's also what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know, so if I go to Greece, dude, I'm going to go to Athens, look at all the fucking ruins, do all the yeah. touristy shit. I, I think next year might be when we're going over to Europe. We're going to go up to Scotland, visit my family there. That's pretty we'll probably fire. go down to like London just to check it out. I've never been to London. Uh, then we'll go down to Barcelona in Spain, probably to Paris. Maybe we'll go down to Rome. In Italy, That's a good somewhere, rip. Somewhere down in Italy. Is that for your thirtieth birthday? You turning thirty this year? Next year? I, I will be thirty. Yeah, I hadn't considered doing it around my birthday. I was just, I knew we weren't gonna have time this year to do it. But yeah, yeah I could that'd be a good. Excuse. That's what I mean. I think I think my thirtieth <laughs> birthday might be my European send. That might be yeah. when I go to Europe when I turn thirty. That's a good time to do it, I think, because I'm think I'm gonna hit Jamaica next year. 
as Jane is from Jamaica and she can do all the talk in there. She knows how to speak that craziness. Luckily in the UK, they speak English. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted that problem. Oh yeah. Over Europe. They yeah. Speak English. But yeah, that, so that'll, that'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll, f- we'll figure it out when the time comes. Uh, one, one thing I want to talk about before we went, was uh, I saw there's some flack going to Elon Musk because he was talking about getting rid of the block button on Twitter. Oh, moving the future block people. You can't block you. You just have to take the harassment from that. There's the people are complaining about, and then they're like making fun of him because like if he does that, Twitter will get removed from app stores because it's a mandatory feature in oh every app. <laughs> yeah, because that's like anti-harassment. It is. Like yeah. just stopping someone from harassing you online. How did you get rid of that? Of all yeah. things, I mean, I love trolls, but that's just that's just next level at that. Point. Fucking stupid. I think he's mad that people are blocking him, and he's not getting the. Oh my the, god, the that is as petty as I, it gets. I don't know that for sure, but it would not surprise me in the slightest. <laughs> it would be so good. I would support it if that was why. If he openly came out and like, I want to troll people harder. I want to troll the New York Post, and they have me blocked, and I don't want them to be able to block me. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, this is his website. You should be able to shit on him if he wants. I'd get behind that. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the thing that was coming out. I love how he's just been taking L after L after L lately. The rebranding to X, everyone mocking him when he realized that it was going to be called X videos on Twitter. <laughs> There's that. Uh, realizing that he doesn't own the, tr- he can't get like the trademark for the X logo and shit like that because it's already owned by like Microsoft and other companies. Damn. Uh, trying to put up the big fucking glowing sign on the roof of the building, having it get taken down like within a couple of days because it's blinding the neighbors across the street. And he oh, I thought it was going to be like a, a plane, airplane interference. Uh, <laughs> no, no, they just didn't get a permit to put it up even. And it was a public disturbance, so they took it down within a couple of days. Well, it literally shined right at the apartment building yeah. across the street, at, in the middle of the night, like this big blinding light. And the like, there's no way these people could sleep at night with that. Uh, <laughs> but so that got taken down right away. Now with the block button, getting like if he would get removed, like the whole thing is just what a fucking loser. And he just keeps losing money hand over fist. It's fucking hilarious. It's insane. How does he? God, that is not at all. It is insane. He he handles his billions the total opposite of how I would handle my billions. That's because you're not a nepo baby. <laughs> is is that how he got his money? I thought he got it from PayPal. He got, the only reason he got involved in PayPal was because of his dad's money. They they own that emerald uh, mine, so oh, his dad shit. gave him money to invest in PayPal. An emerald he tried, mine. He tried to rename oh. PayPal X back in the day. <laughs> they told him fuck off. There's no chance. He what? like sold he sold PayPal oh or he sold his PayPal made a bunch of money. Uh, put he used that money to buy SpaceX or Tesla. I forget what forget the orders, uh, but he did both. He bought into Tesla. He bought into SpaceX. You know he did he didn't come up with these ideas. He just bought into them after the fact. And uh, and then on top of that, the amount of government funding he's gotten for these companies is ridiculous as well. To think that he's the one driving up their like value is not true at all and then obviously Dude. he's been terrible managing the funding with twitter he bought it for 44 billion dollars which is way overvalued yeah and then lost most of that value Sheesh. Uh, it's just imagine going from it. like this guy who's like not beloved but like people were like this guy's so cool doing all these cool things they thought he was like tesla yeah and then it's like oh actually he just 
was given a bunch of money and has no fucking idea how to run a business. Yeah, that is insane. <laughs> the, uh, I love it though, dude. I'm always, I love to see it's like an show. NBA player style burnout of cash where they just <laughs> waste it all on anything. Cause that is some of the dumbest shit ever to start a space. I always thought, I always just now realizing that it's space X because he's, obsessed with the letter x i was yes. thinking it was space exploration that's you're giving him too much credit yeah. i know i did <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wow dude this whole time i thought it made sense he just uh, was sticking the letter x at the end because he was obsessed with it for some reason he tried to call it he thinks it's the coolest thing ever <laughs> i mean even his son's name is x god Xavier. it's x x Aether Ash 12, I think. It's X-A-E-A-X-I-I. That's his son's name. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And then, that's he's like, and then he, uh, how to pronounce it? It's just X, like the letter X. <laughs> what like, the fuck? He's, he's fucking obsessed with it. Oh, my God. That's, that's, that's borderline, like, doing that non-binary shit, making people do that. You know, like, gaslighting people into saying that word is pronounced I X? Come on, that's now. the funniest thing. He he gave people such a hard time over like their their pronouns, like like oh yeah, no, you're not allowed to like use pronouns or whatever on Twitter. I forget what he said at the time. It was something like complaining about it, and then he was complaining about the way people were pronouncing his son's name. I'm like, yeah, it's funny. like, dude, you you this is your head is up your own ass here, bud. What are you doing? Come on, now, how is he yeah. rationalizing half of this? He's He's an idiot. It's it's fun to watch though. I still love when uh, he was showing off the uh, the Tesla truck, and he smashed both the windows. Yeah, smashed the windows. <laughs> that was like, pretty good. I like that they're in the crowd telling him, "Oh, roll him up." What's that? Bam! Smashes the window. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, that's to be vacuum sealed in there. I guess to not thinking break. that the, the Tesla truck works as a boat is fucking insane as well. Like, yeah, nah. and he was like, people will be able to take the boat to work. Yeah, they'll, be able like, to, they'll be able to drive yeah. it to work across some river <laughs> to the Tesla factory. It was like, dude, yeah. you don't pay your employees anything. They're not going to be able to afford that thing. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Uh, man, well, we'll f- we're going to wrap up. We're a little over an hour and a half. I did want to mention we got Payday 3 coming up. Looking forward oh, to playing yeah. that. It's going to be fun. Wait, and I, I don't know that it's going to be done by the time this episode comes out but it should be we're recording this on the 19th this episode's coming out the 23rd i should have it by the end like the 26th by the coming weekend uh dead just productions podcast animated for we got one coming down the pipeline i want so to be the explosives guy oh yeah oh sorry explosives guy. <laughs> i was just thinking about like i was just sitting here thinking right after you said payday three i was like Damn, dude, what character do I want to be? And Payday 2, I was the tank <laughs> so character. Confused. I was like, what are you talking? It's just a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Payday 3, it was the t- I was the tank character, which was fun. But I'm like, I always did all the killing. I'll give somebody else a turn for the killing, and I suck at aiming. I want to be the explosives guy. That but makes yeah, more sense an- in the context of Payday. <laughs> the animation, dude. I can't wait for the animation. That'll be sick, dude. I'll finally get to be a cartoon. So I, gotta, I always I wanted gotta- to be a cartoon. But the first, I tried doing it myself, and it turns out I just do not have the skills needed to animate yet. I, I did get a couple of programs. I'm going to work on getting better at it, but for the foreseeable future, I'm not going to be doing it myself because I've got a lot of work to do uh, yeah. as far as like learning how to do that it. That is a whole skill. People go to college for that. 
it's uh so i got a guy working on it now uh and then i'm gonna see about making more in the future so we'll we'll see turns out we don't even have a successful patreon and we're still putting animations out pka could learn <laughs> yeah they're like we tried and they came out like shit i'm like just we fucking upload the shitty ones fifty dollars yeah probably the I same think- guy dude he probably he's probably hired the same guy that first guy I- I remember looking up at the time when they said that, that like, oh, we don't want to, you know, we we're trying to get good anime. I think the guy they went to was literally like $50. <laughs> I'm like, why are they like $20,000? So, are they making that so much? Crazy. Not anymore. Saw, no, they were at the time. Not anymore. Everyone, so many people canceled because like, yeah, I saw took, that they were they, under a thousand Patreons now. They, well, what happens is they promised the animations. They promised, they promised the in-person meetups. And there's something else. I forget what it was. And they didn't meet any of them. And then they just removed those promises off their Patreon. They're yeah, like, that's yeah, rough. no, that's happening. It's like, wow, take their money and run. Okay. And so a shit ton of people uh, canceled it. And uh, yeah, now they they still do the Hangouts, which dude, I, like I said, I did two of those just to see what it was like. I didn't want to do just one because I was like, I could get a biased representation. Did right. two of them. Both of them, I was just like, this is fucking cringy as shit. It might be better now since there's way less people on it. Well, the problem is they, it's supposed to be like, I'll make them like 25 people on a call and you, you schedule a time so you can be in there so that everyone has a chance to get in. But they kick out people so that they're like the, like the people that are there more, like the, the biggest suck ups are always in the call. Like some, like some of the moderators are like the biggest fucking dick riders and like they'll kick out people from the call so they can hop oh, like in and be in the Yeah. And so like it's chiz. Fucking losers, dude. Yeah, it's pathetic. And the entire time it was just like I like I said, I got ta- asked like a couple questions about like the custom jerseys I had in the background. I was like, Yeah, this is what I do, you know, marketing, things like that. And then that was pretty much it. And then the rest of the time just people were like, Bro, I remember the one time you said this. I actually have a story like that, and it's like like them just like trying to like act like they're like way more interesting than they actually are and none of the people there were interesting at all do anything at all the biggest fucking losers they just live in apartments paycheck to paycheck they they all looked like they're fucking broke as fuck i was like there's no way people can afford (laughs) like this is this is their expense for the month was 50 dollars. they saved up 50 dollars so they could be on this call god i was like holy shit these people need to be better with your money yeah, it's uh, anytime that they talk about some of the dick riders from the Patreon that just like dump money to play games with Kyle, mm-hmm. like Mitty, I'm like, this is so cringe, dude. That guy that he's talking about right now is literally like so. I don't know how they don't see it, but it's like that guy is so obsessed with you that he yeah. paid a ton of money repeatedly, month after month, so he could stay in there gaming with you and would stay up till. 3 4 5 a.m. with you on the regular. It's like that he works fish at like guy. he's like target security, fish, all those guys, yeah. dude. He, that guy's such a fucking loser, bro. He was in there. He lives with his fucking parents, and they kind <laughs> of talk about him all the time because he's a cool fucking guy. He's he comes in, people will like poke fun at him, and he'll immediately be like, dude, I'll fucking kill you, man. Like, all, all of you, all of you kicked from the call and everything. Like, it's just talking shit, like knowing he is the back of like one of the moderators. It's like this guy's such a fucking loser. He's the thinnest fucking skin I've ever seen. <laughs> he looks like he'd be fucking sticky if you if you bumped into him. It, pretty much, if you go into when they played Among Us, 
Pick mm-hmm. any of those guys, and they've all got something kind of wrong with them. And I'll fight any of them at the next <laughs> uh, baller brash, baller bash, whatever the fuck that bullshit was called. I don't fucking remember. I know what you're talking about. Baller yeah. bash. Yeah, NBA everyone, players boxing each other. Everyone in there in that the Discord doing the like $50 a month calls, they were fucking losers. The fact that they sat there watching a guy fuck his girlfriend on stream was the weirdest shit I've ever heard. Now that I could get behind. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But that is weird. Yeah, because it's she probably wasn't even that good looking. It was just a little out of a live show. Did it's she just, even have a big ass? I, I wasn't there. I have no fucking idea. Oh, okay. I it's just <laughs> the whole thing. They're just the biggest fucking like incels in that group ever. It's the weirdest shit. I don't know. I love a good incel though, dude. We need a we need a incel boot camp. <laughs> dude, what if we had incel boot camp where they just came down and I just whipped them into shape? Like, I got them a gym yeah, membership. We do, dude. I could fucking fund it. You can get dude. them into shape. I'm just filming it and shit, dude. I could whip and and oh, if there was if we had a willing participant that was like, I'm sick of it. I want to get in shape. I want to get a makeover, get a haircut, and then go go out with claws and i just fucking run them through the the ring the ringer and give them th- run them through the whole process from loser to cruiser dude it's fucking that would be sick i would watch that shit yeah. step one you get a fat slob in there and by the end of it he's tan toned he's got a new wardrobe a decent haircut or well if he's balding then a good hat <laughs> we get him a good hat if he's balding <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like he he comes down wearing a hat. You're like, come on, we're gonna get your hair cleaned up. Give me a nice. And you lift the hat up. And you're like, we'll get you a new hat. We're you gonna like, get you a good hat. We're gonna get you a nice new clean hat. We're gonna get you hats that match your shoes. If you're a bald guy, you now become a hat that matches your shoes type of guy. <laughs> That's what you do when you're trying to get pussy. Anyway, <laughs> if you're a bald guy trying to get a girlfriend, your shoes now need to match your hat. At least uh, here in Florida, dude. And he's going to be in my area. There's tons of good pickings down here. They've got like 50 colleges around this area. There's so, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. He, he walks up to someone and he's like, Would you like to fuck? It's like, All right, let's hold on. Hold yeah. On. Like, okay. 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 Yeah. Then I enter immediately interchange. <laughs> like, Okay. All right. So what we see you did wrong here. So you didn't even introduce you yourself. The shit oh, out of her. She thought you, you were immediately, yeah. you immediately sexually harassed this woman. So. <laughs> Well, you're supposed to do. You're supposed to introduce yourself. Yeah, but the first, oh, dude, the first oh, step. Hey, here's, be... here's the twist at the end. The whole series is leading up to him successfully getting a date, right? Yes. And we've set we've set it up. We have like a, a person that he finds attractive. We have we <laughs> put in a couple of people. I'm like, why don't you talk to her, right? And we set it up, and he gets we've got there. a couple of people that we hired. We've got, we've got hidden cameras, right? And they go back to like a hotel room that we've already prepaid for. <laughs> And it's a transgender woman. It's a, a woman with, it's a, it's a, woman with a, a penis, and it freaks him the fuck out. And we're like, psych! You're on punk. A woman with a penis, dude. Holy uh, fuck, that'd be so good. We'd get canceled immediately for that one yeah. nowadays. <laughs> no, dude, if, but if we wanted return, like, because if we, we, got, if we had like one, that. if we did one successful one, people are going to see that and would be willing to pay to come on there. You know there's some incels that make money just programming and shit, but they just can't get the rest of it together. You know, they, yeah. they, they need, they need claws to come in there, force them into developing a PPL workout regimen and counting their calories and their macros, teaching them just the basics of that, mm-hmm. getting them on a schedule with a barber 
or hats that match their shoes. Uh, you know, how deodorant works and soap. Yeah, deodorant, soap, a couple good outfits, maybe a bottle of cologne. Now you're built back up, and now we're going to say, okay, now we got to get you. If they already have a good job, cool. If they're a loser, then all right, let's get you in, into a trade school or something. Something that you like doing. You don't mind crawling around in the shit. Let's get you a pl- be a plumber. Get you in there being a barber. Get you in there being something. Some type of trade, dude. Something that anybody can do if you just put the effort into it. And then once they put the effort into themselves, dude, we come back. Because you're going to might have to have a couple of them running if they don't already have money coming in. Then you're going to have to say, all right, we come back six months later. He's toned up. Tan. He's fucking... Uh, we just force him to God. work out in the heat, in the sun. So he yeah, gets no, we'll take, get him a good, just take him to the gym, take him to Gold's or whatever. I like the idea of making work in the sun. Big oh, yeah. Oh, well, we would do that for the show. We're just going to be yeah. like, come on, flip that over. And it's going to got just some, just that's going to be like three minutes of We're actually doing it. Scores for us. <laughs> it's going to be me holding pads as he's like boxing and then me like ducking and weaving, holding the pads behind my back and shit. It's going to be. You know, them breaking <laughs> concrete with hammers. It's going to be. All right, pick this up. We're going to load all this shit in a truck. It's just him or I'm making him help me move. <laughs> <laughs> Make him do manual labor. <laughs> and uh, they're mowing the lawn. Yeah, where he's like, come on, keep it up. He's like push, pushing <laughs> the lawnmower. Yeah, so I'm sitting there just <laughs> watching it. Dude, I could turn it and sell around, dude. I could. This is what we need to do. We definitely get these show. guys whipped around. What I have everything we so <laughs> you have everything we need. I have all the cam. I have so many cameras here we could use. I've got the lighting rigs. I got all the like the the boom arms for the microphones and shit. I've got every. I've got lav mics. Little those ones you clip on your shirt. We just need a client, do. dude. We just need the clientele. Exactly. We so, need an incel. It's a golden. Well, any incels, if you're listening, hit <laughs> us up, dude. If you want, if you want to be tanned up and toned up. You know, you guys, I know this is no video, but you're talking to a stallion here, dude. You're talking to a Mustang. You're talking you, to a you'll Camaro. You'll see the cartoon version of him soon enough. Yeah, exactly. You're talking to, yeah, you see the cartoon version of me with my beautiful lips, my nice, luscious hair. <laughs> I hope, I hope the animator designs you looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger body or just fucking massive. <laughs> yeah, just like, an okay shape. Fiction, yeah. <laughs> Work hard, you know, just put the, if you don't put the effort into yourself, no, you know, then don't, you're not even, it's not worth putting the effort in it, trying to get any girl at that point. Got to put the effort into yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my girlfriend story. has a friend that she hasn't actually talked to her in ages, but this is, it's a girl that demands everything from her future husband, but has absolutely nothing that she brings to the table. She's one of those people. It's like a reverse incel. So it's a female version, I guess. I don't know if there's a specific female version of that, but yeah, she's the lady. That's just the over demanding fat bitch. I guess that's, that's the fat that's bitch a, that, that oh, thinks she's God. a queen dude. I'm a queen. I'm the rundown on the show before or not. She, uh, she demands that he be rich. He yep. has to be tan, tall, very in shape, tall, big dick. He has to be Italian. Uh, he oh. has to love the New York Mets, which is already <laughs> okay. down to nobody of any of those categories. He has to be Catholic, I think. What? Uh, and what was he? Oh, he has to love Disney. That's what it is. That was the other thing. I'm like, man. And, you, you th- and what do you bring to the table? Nothing. Okay. All right. Is she at least good at cooking? or She's no. Nah, she's out of shape. 
she's obsessed with Disney to a fault. Like that's her whole, her entire personality is Disney Yeesh. obsessed. Oh, uh, God. Where she doesn't have a real job. I think she just goes down, like, works there, like, not volunteer, but, like, she just works there for, like, short periods of time. It's like an intern sort of thing. And then comes back home, loses her parents. Yeah, dude. Being a Disney adult is borderline pedophile behavior to me. I don't even care if people like it. It's just the obsessive. The obsession. The obsession, people. Yeah. Yeah. The people that are obsessed. That's like, to me, that is like the first step. Or like the first, if it's a spectrum, that's like the closest you can get before you start getting into like Brony and My Little Pony. And then you go one more step after that and you're just a pedophile at that point. You know? It's, It's just fucking weird. It is weird. It's bizarre. These adults are obsessed with childhood movies. It doesn't make, I mean, it does make sense to me because they literally are like, oh, I had a bad childhood and I still don't take care of myself now because nobody took care of me then. So Disney let me live in a fictional world for a little bit rather than stand on the elliptical and have a salad. I'll go to the Disney world in my head. You know, it's fucking insane, but I I just remember like she stopped talking to my girlfriend when her and I started dating because she was mad that my girlfriend got a boyfriend and she couldn't. My girlfriend, you know what? You have a boyfriend that works hard and cooks and works on himself. Oh oh my God. I'm done with you. Yeah. Ridiculous. (laughs) Ridiculous. I've I've never talked to her before. I don't think she's ever interested in ever having to meet me. (laughs) I would love to be able to sit down in a room with her and just be like, what would you say you bring to the table? Yeah. With a fucking dude. Why a, would anyone that's rich, good looking with a blown you know, pipe? Like a like all around, like they've got their <laughs> shit together on every level. Why would they want to be with you when they could have anybody? Like, Small town Pennsylvania and they need to love the Mets. <laughs> yeah, when they could literally have anybody, they're gonna say you're out of shape ass. I just want no. someone that makes me look way better by comparison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> they come at it from like the worst possible angle. Yeah. I don't love you at all. I just think that you make me look like a fucking god. I look like yeah. an honest next to you. <laughs> <laughs> if if we go if we get married, I'll take you everywhere so I can pick up actual women. <laughs> well, actual women will think I'm such a good guy and that I don't care about looks and will throw themselves at me <laughs> when they see myself with your sour ass. <laughs> Oh man. It sounds mean, <laughs> but that's only because it is. Yeah. It's only because I'm trying my hardest to be as mean as that possible. You're asking for it if you're that fucking self-serving, <laughs> thinking that you deserve someone that has their shit together if you have nothing going in your life. And even if you're not asking for it, I'll try my hardest to be that mean anyway. <laughs> I deserve everything because I have provided nothing. That makes sense. Anyway. <laughs> I'll just make fun of him because if anybody came at me that hard, dude, I'd love it. I'd love it. If I turned on a show and they're like, this fucking guy at work, he just fucking, he's got terrible posture, thinks he fucking knows everything about electricity, I'd start losing it, dude. I would lose it. I'd be like, holy fuck, dude, they got me. They got me. Or something like that. That's the like you have to double down and amplify. Just be like, I don't even care if I'm right. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'm just gonna keep talking on my ass. I'm louder than you. 
Because it's fucking a joke. It's not trying to, like, these people take themselves so fucking seriously. You get so butthurt if you say anything against them. <laughs> yeah, you're good luck. Yeah, good luck talking over me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It tickled me pretty good there. <laughs> but anyway, if anyone out there is a rich Italian Catholic who loves the Mets and Disney <laughs> in great shape and tan, if you're looking for a, a Pennsylvania four, <laughs> I got the rope for you. <laughs> uh. Hit me up on up on uh on the Twitter or Instagram or you know just send me an email whatever. (laughs) Let me know. I will uh I won't forward it over to her. I have no idea how to contact her. I'll I'll give the information (laughs) to my girlfriend and she can send it over to her. And uh, we'll get you set up right away. Comes out. Imagine that's what comes out of the woodwork, dude. Just the true Italian stallion. It's like finally. My Disney whore, <laughs> my Disney queen. I, I that that would be hilarious if they're perfect in every way. And then he's like, "Actually, I'm not just. I just didn't really care for the Moana movie." And they break oh. up. Oh my <laughs> god! Just one movie in particular he didn't like. She's like, like that one the it. best songs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I just I don't feel like they need to be remaking all these old classics. <laughs> We're fucking through. <laughs> Yeah, you just leave them as classics. <laughs> Why make a worse version of a great thing? <laughs> you know what? I'm out of here. <laughs> uh, you know what? I uh, I actually like this movie, but I like this one more. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm keeping the house. Fuck you. Lilo and Stitch is so much better than... I don't fucking know. I don't even know if that's Disney. <laughs> I think so. I don't fucking know. I don't give a shit. Anyway, Disney and Shrek. Yeah. The Justin Productions podcast. Thank you for being here. Go check out Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use code DJP15. 30% off. Uh, Liquid IV, DJP15 again, for 20% off. Helps us out a lot. Links in the description. Thank you guys so much for watching. Go check out our YouTube. Going to be uploading the animated there. Um, thank you guys for, for being here. See you next time. Peace.